Today is Wednesday, April 29, 2020. On this day in 1944, British spy Nancy Wake parachuted into France to help coordinate the French resistance for the upcoming Allied invasion. It was the second time Nancy worked behind enemy lines to defeat the Nazis. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a ParCast original. I'm Vanessa Richardson, and today I'm joined by guest host Kate Leonard. ParCast fans will likely recognize her from our originals, The Dark Side Of, Kingpins, and her newest show, Dictators. Thanks for having me, Vanessa. I'm so happy to join today's dive into dark history. In fact, every week on Dictators, I explore the harrowing true events that allowed men to seize and abuse absolute power. If you haven't heard Dictators yet, I definitely recommend it. And for today, Kate's bringing her historical insight to the story while I'll present the narrative. Now let's go back to the evening of April 29, 1944, as a B-24 Liberator hummed across the English Channel. A little after midnight, 31-year-old SOE agent Nancy Wake leaned against the cold metal airplane wall with her eyes closed. She wasn't tired, far from it. In fact, if anything, Nancy had always been something of a night owl. No, Nancy was trying her hardest not to throw up. She was battling an unpleasant mixture of air sickness and brutal hangover and they were still only halfway over the English Channel. Nancy was making her way towards Nazi-occupied France. Her mission, parachute behind enemy lines, coordinate with the scattered French resistance fighters and prepare them for the eventual Allied invasion. As the airplane sliced through the sky, Nancy did her best not to think about the mission or the hangover. Instead, she focused on better days, like two nights earlier when she and the boys were at the Astor Club getting drunk as skunks. <laughs> For years, the Astor Club was the hottest nightclub in London. But in recent days, most of the clientele were servicemen, soldiers and officers trying to forget that a war was going on. It was the perfect spot for someone like Nancy, an experienced fighter and professional drinker. But that last night in particular was one to remember. They all brought their spirits up with singing and dancing. By 4 a.m., they were chanting, gory, gory, what a hell of a way to die in the streets of London. But Nancy was already far away from the Astor Club. Her happy memory was interrupted by yet another jolt of turbulence. At around 1 a.m., the B-24 Liberator entered France to a barrage of Nazi anti-aircraft cannon fire. The planes weaving only made Nancy's headache pound harder. She needed fresh air. But as she moved towards the open door, she looked at the French countryside below her in horror. France was on fire. 
The Germans had lit bonfires, illuminating the countryside as if they were expecting her. She wondered if this mission would end before it even got started. But there was no time to indulge the fear. The red light turned to green. It was time to jump. The air rushed around her. Her parachute opened, and she was suddenly exhilarated. Her nausea dissipated. This was where she wanted to be, whatever the risks. The heart of the battle. Unfortunately, Nancy landed in a tree, her parachute caught among the branches. She cursed under her breath. This was not how she wanted her new mission in France to start. But Nancy's training kicked into gear, and she reached around for a knife. Then, as she struggled to cut herself loose, she suddenly heard rustling leaves. Nancy grabbed her revolver and aimed into the darkness. If a Nazi were to appear, she was ready to send them to hell. But to her relief, she heard the voice of a Frenchman say, I hope that all the trees in France bear such beautiful fruit this year. It must have been her contact, a French resistance fighter. The mission was on track. It was time to take down the Nazis. Up next, Nancy Wake's long war against the Axis powers. Now back to the story. On April 29, 1944, 31-year-old British agent Nancy Wake parachuted into Nazi-occupied France. Her mission was to help prepare the French resistance for the upcoming Allied invasion. But this wasn't the first time that Nancy fought the Nazis from the shadows. My guest host, Kate Leonard, is here to discuss Nancy's remarkable career. Thanks, Vanessa. Nancy Wake's fight against the Nazis began nearly a decade before her April 29th jump, when she was a reporter documenting the rise of Hitler and fascism in Europe. She was worried by these politics from the start, but her life changed forever when she witnessed the Nazi brown shirts flogging Jewish citizens in the streets of Vienna. They were laughing as they tortured the innocent civilians. That's why Nancy made a vow to bring down the Nazis any way she could. When France went to war with Germany in 1940, Nancy got her opportunity to fight, first as an ambulance driver. For several months, Nancy ferried wounded soldiers from the front lines to the hospital tents. Before long, she began transporting refugee families looking to escape the fighting, too. France fell to the Nazis in October of 1940, putting an end to those jobs. But Nancy found another, working with the French resistance. Sometime around the beginning of 1941, she started smuggling radio parts and delivering covert messages throughout Vichy France, the puppet government. Not long after, she joined forces with several Brits and helped establish a network to sneak Allied soldiers across the Pyrenees and out of France. For roughly a year and a half, she helped soldiers and eventually Jewish families escape the Germans. However, by early 1943, the Gestapo was on to her. Feeling their grip closing in, Nancy decided it was time to flee France herself. 
but she couldn't bear to stay away from her fight for long, however good the London parties. So when one of the officers she helped escape suggested she join the new British spy agency, the Special Operations Executive, she leapt at the chance. For 16 weeks, Nancy went through rigorous training to become a saboteur, learning everything from building explosives to radio technology. Her mission, when the time came, was to prepare the scattered French resistance units called Maquis for the Allied invasion of France. Their job was to sabotage various German garrisons and warehouses. On April 29, 1944, Nancy Wake returned to France under the cover of darkness. For the next month, she and various other British agents helped coordinate and train the French Maquis for the fight ahead. Several of the Maquis leaders weren't too thrilled to have Nancy with them. Many didn't think that a woman was up to the challenge of wartime leadership. But Nancy proved them wrong in more ways than one, none the least by demonstrating her ability to drink. It's been said that she won over several of the Maquis leaders by drinking them under the table. Finally, on June 6, 1944, the Allies invaded France. In the weeks that followed, Nancy and the Maquis engaged in guerrilla warfare against the Germans, blowing up communication towers and performing raids on German garrisons. By the end of August 1944, two months after the Allied invasion, France was liberated, thanks in part to the aid of the French resistance fighters and the British agents who'd helped them. Nancy and the Maquis celebrated with champagne and gin. Their fight had finally come to an end. Nancy's work as an SOE agent and French resistance leader earned her medals all over the world, including the United States Medal of Freedom, the United Kingdom's George Medal, and France's Médaille de la Résistance, Croix de Guerre, and Légion d'Honneur. But beyond the medals, Nancy's bravery and her joie de vivre have made her a legend. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Thanks again, Kate, for joining me today. Aw, thanks for having me. You can find my show, Dictators, a ParCast original on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. And for more on Nancy Wake, check out our episodes of Espionage that take a deeper dive into her mission to defeat the Nazis. Today in True Crime is a ParCast original. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other ParCast originals for free on Spotify. Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite ParCast originals, like Today in True Crime, for free from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. To stream Today in True Crime on Spotify, just open the app and type Today in True Crime in the search bar. At ParCast, we're grateful for you, our listeners. You allow us to do what we love. Let us know how we're doing. Reach out on Facebook and Instagram at ParCast and Twitter at ParCast Network. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. 
Today in True Crime was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Freddie Beckley. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Joe Guerra, with writing assistance by Nora Battelle. I'm Vanessa Richardson.